thank you to the Patreon supporters of the What We Remember podcast. Sarah P., a.k.a. Situational Daddy on Instagram. Sandy and Paul J. Elio, Nathan E., Jacqueline M., Matthew J., and Big Time Jim. Help support our show by going to patreon.com slash what we remember. Thanks. It was kind of odd. This is off-tangent completely. What? But it's an intro over to the podcast. I like off-tangent. But Band-Aid, like, when they get, like, sponsorships from, like, cartoons and stuff to, like, put on their Band-Aids to, like, for, like, yeah. to sell product. It's kind of an odd thing, right? They'll, like, mm. have, like, a Minion Band-Aid well, or, like, to make a it fun. Marvel Band-Aid. They try to make it fun for kids. For kids. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not as scary. It's, it's weird because that's a good place to sell, like, it's a good way to it's get like your sticker. kid to be okay with their injury. Do they do yeah. those with, like, syringes or, like, other medical yeah, products, right, yeah. though? Like, do they Here have, Here comes like... the Superman needle. <laughs> <laughs> the syringe has, like, fuzzies on it and stuff. It's like a fuzzy pe- yeah. pencil They're, like, dyeing the medication crazy colors. Like, look, it's sparkly. It's, it's like going to go in the inside dark. you. Oh, Here's the Black Widow cast. And you get a whole cast. <laughs> of like the Avengers. Or now whatever, that's the thing. Cast. They can they do you a, get a cast, cast of a cast. Yeah. You get the cast cast. I'm Ooh. sure if you print on it, yeah, you could do that. Mm-hmm. 3D print a cast with a cast on it. Well, like the print the image onto the oh. onto the cast, whatever that stuff is. Yeah. <laughs> plaster. I mean, is that what it be. is? It used to be. I don't think it is now. I don't think no, it's I've never gotten a cast. I, I think no it's idea. like. A, oh, you've never had a cast. No, I've never broken a bone. You had a cast. I've had. Uh, yeah, one of my leg and one of my arm. It's like a wrap that eventually mm, gets like hard. They, or they have to, yeah, because they have to like soak it, and then after it dries, it hardens. I mm-hmm. believe something like that. That's yeah. crazy. Hard, yeah, it's into place. It's got, it smells real bad, and it oh, just, like, it stinks how... after like thirty days. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, you shower, and then, with and then you, like, you can't really. And then wash you take it there. off, and you look at your arm, and it's so shriveled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh my arm! Is <laughs> that going to go back to normal? <laughs> and it does. <laughs> it does. You'd have to wrap like a plastic bag around it because I remember doing that going yep. in the pool oh, when I was a kid. Oh yeah, yeah. And you could go, you could go swimming with a cast, but it was just like real or, like awkward. having a shower with a plastic bag on it. Yeah. And you still get it wet. <laughs> just make it plastic. And, that, and that's why it stinks because it got wet. Yeah, it's it's an awful experience. <laughs> and oh you're boy, sweating. maybe I'll get one one day. Problem solved. Don't break bones. <laughs> Never yeah. do anything interesting. Yeah, right. Aww. <laughs> My name is Bradley Jones. My name is Andrew Moldenhauer. and I'm Andy Hubert. And this is not a movie review podcast, but a podcast where we try to remember what happened in a movie that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. And this is what we remember about. Coyote Ugly. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we killed. Let's start the show. Here we go. This is what we remember. Good luck to us. Oh, yeah, exactly. Boy, oh, I've seen it in theaters one time. In theaters, in theaters? Oh, I had to see it. Were you on a date? Dude? No. With your mom? Yeah, no. But it was a friend. I Friends. watched this years ago. My my wife got me to watch it with my her. My wife. And I was like, I think I'd cat, caught bits on TV, but I was like, it's a girl movie. It, it's it, a girl. There's a lot of girls in it for sure. Back it's when not I, necessarily just a girl movie. They're like oh, trying I mean, to bring guys yeah. into yeah. it too. With I mean, they definitely are. It's a corporate women. America film. And even if it is, yeah. you know, a marketed towards girls movie, like they could be still f- be fun to watch. This one is bonkers. This movie's crazy. I'm Who's pretty sure my mom rented this from Blockbuster, Ooh. and I probably saw it like when it came out. 
Who is in this film? Who's in the film, Andy? Well, you One sent your... you sent us the photo. Yeah. So Tyra Banks, I yeah, believe, yeah. is in it, which I did not mm-hmm. notice or realize yeah. or remember. It was, it was she was like the hottest chick out there at the time. Yeah. And they got her to sign up to do this movie to shake her butt on a but that blonde bar, bar, girl, though, bar is, mm-hmm. is much hotter in my my opinion. And I don't know who she is. She's at all. your your boo. She's only number two to um Richie. No, no, no. I'm talking about a different blonde girl. Oh, okay. who's also in the cover. But is sure. is is um Heather Graham in this movie? No. no, no. Is oh god, who is the main? No, Piper Parabo. There you go. Oh. Hey, we finally got Piper in a movie. Yep, yep. Or, you, or would you like to call her Piper Parabo because she's your boo? That's, that's <laughs> true, boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, she was sort of. I don't know what she was doing before this. It was also a breakout for her. I think. Yeah, I don't. Well, she did some kind of like French movie about these girls that uh, were at like some kind of Catholic boarding school, and oh, they were dear. like really like sexual, and it was like a ninety-seven or something like that. Wow, you're having and, an like, awakening right now. I've never seen the movie, but I the cover always has like these three girls, and they're wearing like Catholic I think I girl know what you're talking about outfits yeah. with skirts, and they're clearly like kind of raising their skirt up a little bit, so it's like hmm. telling you that it's like about them Scantily. being like sexual yeah. and. I don't know. But I don't know what this movie's called, but she's in that one. This one's called Coyote Ugly. No, no. The one I was talking oh, about. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got a couple other actors that I know. There's he, a dude. There's the man. His Piper Parabo's dad. Oh, the dad. dad. I was going to say there's also the boyfriend. Uh, also Ed O'Neill? Oh, you. <laughs> kind of. He, they're kind of equivalent roles. Really? Ed O'Neill and this guy. I have no idea. John Goodman. Did. Oh, it John is Goodman's John this? Goodman. You're mm-hmm. right. Okay. Because he has a heart attack at the end of the film. He does. <gasps> John. <laughs> this came out, what, 2000? Something like that. I think yeah. it's 2000. Mm-hmm. And Roseanne's over at this point. He's trying to break out to those. Oh, yeah. Roseanne's got to be over mm-hmm. at that point. I think Roseanne probably ended it like King Ralph, Babe, Coyote Ugly. Those are his big ones. Is there, there's got to be like a young, like attractive guy who's yeah. trying yeah, to hook up mm-hmm. with Piper and... Yep. I don't, I don't know, know who that, who that is, is. but it it's is. probably... Is it Scott Speedman? I think it is... Some guy from um, Party of Five. I'm going to write these down so we remember I who think it. it's uh, Aaron Eckhart. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. And th- this is his time. What are you talking about? He was in He was in some Star Wars movies it's by a t- this time. It's either a, a Dawson's Creek or a, pipe, a Party of Five or a My So-Called Life Boy. Or maybe none of the above. I'm not quite sure. Hmm. Also, the madam of the Coyote Ugly, Maria Bello. Maria oh. Bello? Up in the Air, History of Violence, a um, bunch of other films. Yeah. Cooler. Wait, who is she in History of Violence? She's the wife. Oh, okay. I do know who that is. So she runs the place? Yeah, mm-hmm. she's essentially she's the like the madam of the ugly. Sort of. Of, yeah. the, of the Coyote yeah. Ugly. She's like aging out of the, of the role that she used to like be kind of thing. So do we know where this takes place? New York City, baby. Because this is New York. York. But she travels from like a country. No, she travels from New Jersey. Oh. Oh. (laughs) It's like right there. And then it's like, (laughs) I'm moving to the big city. From a farm in New Jersey. not true. She is moving to the big city. (laughs) She is. But it's really funny because you're right. Usually it's like if you're in LA or New York, it's like the person moved from Kansas and they're a fish out of water. She's like, she's like, no, could take day trips to New York, but now I'm just going to move there. Well, maybe she was in Atlantic City. City and it sucked. 
it could be. She wanted to get out of there. But she... Um, is she going to I, school? She No, she's like a she musician. She wants to be a songwriter. Wow. She's, yeah. a, she's a guitarist. Oh, can't she's the like, moonlight. And she's she should have gone to Nashville, but she's yeah. trying to Cheryl Crow. That's true. I'm trying to get Celine Dion. A, a reference of the time. <laughs> no, I think because she's a guitar Meredith player. Brooks. Mm-hmm. So Celine Dion's a singer, but Cheryl Crow's like a guitar. You tell player, me Celine singer. Dion can't pick up a guitar and wail. I'm sure she has done it, but she's not known <laughs> to do it. There you go. You don't think Kenny G can play the drums? <laughs> I'm sure he has I done it, but he's it. not known for it. <laughs> I would love to see it. <laughs> But Slash just whips out a kazoo and just goes nuts on that kazoo. <laughs> oh, he can, he can play me kazoo. <laughs> is, that, is that a Slash playing the kazoo? <laughs> oh my God. This is my favorite set. He's hitting all the notes. Yeah. <laughs> Why is Bono on the Glockenspiel? This is an odd band. <laughs> the worst oh, band ever. It's so annoying. <laughs> um, but she. So is she like a she's busking at, when she gets to New she's York? She's just a small she, time girl. She's, she like has a born and I think she has like a demo Detroit. tape and she's like trying, trying to, to shop get, it around, get her demo tape to people. That makes sense. It's like okay. Airheads, and she's probably got to be doing some busking too. I think probably. And, and she gets an apartment. Yeah, I, I imagine she does. Well, that's like the reason she ends up working at Kyrie because it gets broken into and they steal all their stuff. Oh no! And she has like no money. Does her she's tape like, get stolen? She's like, oh, I'm gonna have to go back to New Jersey. Oh, oh, no. that's the worst possible fate. That's a death sentence. Getting out of New Jersey and having to go back. That's oh my crawling gosh! Back having, to New Jersey. having to be like an hour and a half to Ugh. two hours away from <laughs> no. the main spot. That sounds awful. Oh. <laughs> Kill me now. <laughs> oh man. So, but like, who? How does she find out about the Coyote Ugly? She she's walking up, around. Or does she she's someone walk- bring her in? She's idea? walking around the city. She runs into the three girls that work there. Okay, and they're they're like they Power have banks. fat stacks of cash or whatever. Oh, and she's sure. like, I'm broke as hell. Mm-hmm. How do I get fat stacks? And they're like, you got to wear a cowboy hat. And they're and like, up on this uh, <laughs> bar here. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, because she goes, yeah, she like she's has no clue res- what this bar yeah. is. She's very reserved, too. She is. She may even be like religious. I'm not quite sure. There's also a whole big thing about like she oh, has really bad point. stage fright. Well, she she's and- definitely introverted. Very much so. Yeah. Because yeah. like when she, I think when she's trying to do her first like audition at the Coyote Ugly, very it's like shy. very oh, shy. Yeah. 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 Well, very timid. And, and that's like one of the big struggles no that energy. she has to overcome is that, yeah, stage fright. And like people keep being like, if you want to be like, a singer songwriter, you have to be able to perform. Like you can't just you can't have stage fright. Like that's not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So she has to overcome that. But yeah, she goes to Coyote Ugly, has no clue what it is, but she shows up and the lady's like, All right, I'll give you a shot. And it goes horribly. <laughs> Like she has no clue okay. what she's doing. I don't think she's ever worked in the food service industry before. Oh, she's, she's already a, like auditioning, or she's just a server. She, right? Yeah, she's just like oh, working she's a the bar. She's you got to work your way up basically. to like those that big money spot dancing I on the tables. See. Yeah, because okay. the people behind the bar, the bartenders, are where they make all their money. Because yeah. it's like cocktail back there with ladies. They're just like flipping <laughs> whiskey oh my drinks They're and pouring all sorts of weird stuff. <laughs> stuff that doesn't even make sense. They got antifreeze back there. They're just pouring in her drinks. No one cares. <laughs> Oh my god! Like dancing on the dying. table, yeah. People are just yeah dropping yeah. dead on the floor. They don't even care. <laughs> oh god! Like a whole like a, a aquarium breaks and like all the fish fly out, but no one yeah. cares. And they like swim around. The, they'll make all. <laughs> no one cares. Sounds like surf ninjas now. Okay, it's, it's ugly. Rad. It's yeah. coyote. Ugly. It's a, is there? There's a coyote in the movies. In like on, on the wall, right? Is that why? Probably. Uh, maybe. Maybe. 
Well, like they, they gotta man? have a mascot. I don't know. I have no. I don't know. Is there a moment the in this movie where they explain why it's me. called Coyote yeah, Ugly? Because they're very pretty girls. So why didn't they call it Coyote Pretty? Ooh, you know, it doesn't you sound know, it doesn't make as sense. nice as. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, did the bar exist before the movie, or did the movie create the? I bar? don't know. Is it the Mighty Ducks I was of thinking, uh, Coyote yeah. Ugly? I was thinking that it existed before the Chicken and, and the, the Egg yeah, situation, maybe. But I don't know. Is the idea just that they dance on the bar? Yes. Yeah. And they pour okay. drinks. And they pour drinks. Yeah. And they're hot. And they're hot. Yeah. Okay. And you always think like, <laughs> okay, yeah. like you're like, are and? they are they gonna take their clothes off? It's like, is it gonna happen this time? Like, no. Was it? And no. 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 Nope. You don't get it. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. But you think maybe? maybe oh, no. No. You pervert. No. What are you thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> but there are moments where in the Coyote Ugly, they, like, they pour drinks on themselves, I think. Yeah. I was like, thinking Whoa. that they've got to be pouring maybe. on their shirts and stuff. Yeah, that's part of the big uh, That's the big later blow in the movie, yeah. Because John Goodman comes like see his daughter. He comes in Aren't and they, like, like kicking drinks off the counter and stuff. They do, I don't know, they do they some bonkers stuff. They nah, have the, I don't know about that. I think her that. audition is the famous bit where she like, I don't, I don't know if it's, she has like two auditions. She's got to like crawl but, on the bar. Ooh. No, like they have one where she she sees one guy comes in and like orders a water and the girl's like, you can't order water and then spray him with the water gun. Yeah, they have like a big horn or something. Yeah, like this guy wants just a water. And then and like, her boyfriend orders the water and she has to do it to him, well, right? She does it later. Well, well another guy comes in. She does it to somebody in. that she shouldn't she go, do. Yeah, she does it to like the fire inspector or someone who like oh. came like, straight up there to be like, I need to make sure you're not over capacity or something. I need and, to order a water Yeah, right now. he orders water and so she sprays him and so like they find, <laughs> they find the bar lady or something. Like it's yep. a big deal. And she's like, you owe me $250 or you owe me $400. And that's the, her reason to get up onto the bar yeah. to have to pay that debt back. So you have to keep working here even though you're terrible because you owe me money. It's like mm-hmm. an indentured servitude. Basically. Madam okay. needs to get paid. Mm-hmm. Madam needs to get All paid. right. You want to sit here? You got to order a drink. Okay, give me a glass of water. Okay. You just ordered water? Yeah. You know what to do. But then she gets into it. She starts getting pretty good at it. Starts making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but she like is she's she's keeping, good. She keeps a secret from her dad because she's like he would not want me working here. Right? Is he scandalous? Is he religious? You were saying that, Brad. I don't know if he's. I think he's just like very conservative. conservative. Yeah. yeah, or just he's also a just dad. like an old dad who doesn't want his daughter, you know, shaking her I, I booty up on yeah. stage. I also feel like know? there's uh, there's like a whole bit too. I think where he's. Like it's just one of those things where she was like his caregiver basically uh, before she left, so she's always worrying about him. Mm. Um, so like they're they have like a good relationship. Yeah. So maybe part of a reason to like be a star is to help him out. Yeah, and, like there's even a, probably a moment where she's like, I can't leave you, Dad. It's like, well, you got to, Dad. You if I leave you, your you're gonna eat all the unhealthy food, you and got- your 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 health is too fragile. And it is too ha- fragile because he has a heart attack. <laughs> he does, I guess. I've never, I yeah. don't remember that, but there's definitely got to be that romance between oh, the sure. guy who we don't know yep. and Piper Parabo. Yep. And like maybe she's Aaron like Eckhart. 
even embarrassed about her job to him, and then like she comes to the bar one time to see what's up. But he's up, into and it though. Like, he but he's in, I think well, he's no, jealous because oh, no, no, there's because no. there's oh well, he gets on the bar now. So this is he dances so at the coyote. The way, I think he's into it. The way she the way she makes back the money that she owes the bartender lady is she ends up holding a guy auction in the bar oh. and auctions him off to like uh, all the drunk ladies in the crowd. She's like, there's how women much in this me? crowd? All right. Yeah, that's ugly. crazy. Interesting. Uh, yeah, but like she auctions him off for like a couple hundred bucks and pays uh pays the debt. And he's like, but I like you, bye. And then he gets, you know, sexed by someone. I oh, assume. no. And then she hates him forever. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Well, she set it up. What does she got? <laughs> right. Oh, man. <laughs> Is there parts where she's like changing the bar for the better or like they don't think her methods are going to work so they are, are against because they're definitely like mean girls to her at first because she's bit. just not part of the crew. But then they start Tyra teaching her the, the tricks. Like one yeah. of the tricks is like she's getting like really drunk halfway through her shift because people keep buying her drinks mm-hmm. and she's like how do you guys not just get wasted and they're like you pretend to take a shot and then you Give chase shot it with a beer yeah. and then you spit it into the beer bottle. You're not actually drinking the shots. Oh, that's smart. Ooh, trick of the trade. Yeah, yeah trick smart. of the trade. Yeah, so they're like, oh, nope. And then that person's buying two drinks, so it's good for the bar. <laughs> that's smart. I'm going to do that. You got to teach <laughs> You're going to work <laughs> a Coyote Ugly and dance I on do the bar? Feel like Whenever drink. someone forces a drink on me. I do feel How like often does that happen? Oh, wow. Uh, you know, get up there, baby. Really, but it has happened. <laughs> no, there's, I think, do think you're right. that There's a part, though, where she starts to get really popular at the bar, and yeah. one of the other... I feel like Tyra Banks' character or something was like about to go do something else but like she was like she was like queen of the bar and now she's like on the way out and she's kind of like regretting it like she misses being she maybe like went to go do a stage play and so she like kind of sabotages her maybe at some Mm. point or one of them gets hurt has to wear a cast i don't know (laughs) i thought like the place was maybe going to be at risk of being shut down oh i'm sure that absolutely that's gotta be a thing that's gotta be a. I don't know why it would be shut down well it's too raucous you know yeah there's too many people in there like fights in the bar is like a big deal because her boyfriend at one point he does come in he's like sees her doing dance bar dances and gets mad and fights a dude and like yeah like that's a big deal like that's overcrowded it's it's too tantalizing it's a hooters without any restrictions (laughs) there you go because this man this movie has to exist because of the hooters like phenomenon of the 90s and the jerry springer and just like it's not really like an out there idea though like yeah sexy ladies in a bar it's fine let's make a movie with sexy ladies and they dance on a bar (laughs) okay (laughs) done yeah yeah where do i sold me Uh, can i invest where does my money go that's it sounds like it's it's going to make money you guys like because then we'll have the executives like stop i don't need to know more i literally don't you have all the money here (laughs) nothing else is really happening in the movie it's just the concept it's the shortest pitch meeting in Hollywood history. <laughs> it's just a concept. <laughs> oh man! Um, I mean, of course, this movie easy to make bank. Yeah, you know, if you just sell it that way. And I have to imagine that Piper Parabo like wants to get out when the dad gets hurt, but then like Maria Bella wants to bring her back in. And yeah, it's a whole, like 
tug of war of like, it's like, should, a, should back, I leave the city? Like, I'm still not a songwriter. Like, and then the boyfriend's like, now? you don't need that place. Your song's good enough where you don't need to be dancing on bars. She's like, but I like dancing on bars. And he's like, ugh. I can't then be I with can't you. be with you. I can't be with a girl who dances at bars. You're supposed <laughs> to be a songwriter, and I'm supposed to mooch off your millions. <laughs> they got separate dreams, and they're going down different roads. Yeah. Is he a songwriter? Is he an Ed Sheeran to her Taylor Swift? I don't. I don't, I don't think know. so. I don't think so. Okay. But she's got to be like construction worker. Her song takes off in some way. I would think by the end of the film, maybe they play it at the bar. I feel like oh, she, okay, so I don't know. Good. No, she gets to do a concert at the bar. She does. No, she does, I feel uh, like there's a. I, this might I be a different so. movie, you but said I it think very confidently. it sounded real. <laughs> I think what happens is the boyfriend works at another bar, which is like a place where lots of musicians go and play. Like it's a kind of a famous club for that. And like he, some opening act cancels, and the club manager's like, "I need someone." He's like, "I know just the person," and like calls her. She's and, like, "I'm uglying it up." Well, because this is part of the conflict. The I, again, this might be a different movie. I don't know no, if it's this movie, could but be. he, she, like, she f- doesn't go. Like, she just—I don't know if she's because she's she mad at him or if she's too scared. So just like a spotlight of like her yeah. name getting called off, and then no one shows up to so, the spot. Yeah. Oh, so then no. he's mad. He's like, "I put my neck on the line. I vouched for you at the club, and then you didn't even show up." Maria Bellows probably could seem like, "I gotta have you work tonight." <gasps> That's my. Oh, oh, that, that is. She's like, "I need you here." And she's like, "I'll put up my concert with my boyfriend." I don't care about your concert. That that's money. right. That sounds good. I like it. <laughs> yeah, like who? It, there's got to be more of a reason. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing? Gotta go. Cap, Can you have Luke call me a cab? Uh, listen, Jersey, you're not going anywhere. Not tonight. This place is out of control. Lil, I told you I'm only working two hours. But sing, sing for them. These people dragged their asses out here to see us. This is New York, and there's a line halfway around the block. That's something, Jersey. Whether you believe it or not. And if I go. But I think the ending is that she basically the same thing happens Maybe again. She has this a time fight with goes. her dad before the concert's supposed to she, happen, and that's when the dad shows the up. They do have the conflict, forgets. right? They have the conflict where he he does show up at the bar because he saw like a, a picture. I bet of, that's what happens. Of I the bet bar. Her and she's the supposed to be going yeah. to the sh- to the to the talent show, mm. and then dad shows yeah. up, yeah. and she has to talk to him, so she can't go. It could be. Why didn't you show up? My dad had a heart attack. You don't understand. Or that, yeah, maybe he does have a heart attack. Could be, yeah. And all the regrets. Mm-hmm. She's she's being too selfish. She wasn't thinking about her family. She was putting too many things. And then I think there's a part where the dad's like, that's what you should have been doing, babe. You should have been putting yourself over. I'm not going to be here forever, and you need to have your own life. Live your dreams. Live your dreams. Don't let me hold you back. Yep. yep. But uh, yep. I mean, You know I'm right. Now go dance on yeah. that bar. We do. <laughs> the dad. Gives, I really hope gives, that's a. Scene. The dad gives her a twenty. <laughs> slips into her g string. <laughs> like, oh no, dad <laughs> gives her a wink and just disappears into the crowd. You're like, wait, what? That's how we end the film. I like this. Uh, we do have to talk about the sex scene. There's a sex scene. Oh, there's boobies in this movie. Whoa. Are we allowed to do this? I don't movie? think we're allowed to say this on the podcast that there's boobies. I remember this this sex scene is wow. weird. It's, it's really weird. And that's why I remember Can't it. Can't fight the moonlight. So it's it's the boyfriend's trying to help her with stage fright, but and he has her come to like some like I don't know if it's like a record shop or something, but someplace that's closed. And so it's all dark, but they have all these standees of celebrities in there. Weird. So he sets them up like an audience in front oh, of like sure. a stage and like uh, has her play. And like, she starts like playing a song and he's doing something and it's kind of romantic. And then they just both get naked and just bone inside that place in front of all of these standees of wow. people. 
And it's like showing their faces. And she's like, now Marilyn Monroe. She goes from yeah, she goes goods. from stage fright to like exhibitionist right away. Ooh. She's like, I'm ready. That's what breaks her shell. Yeah, there it breaks is. Shot of her shell. Oh, yeah. maybe. Then maybe that's that, when she starts getting up on the on the bar. You lose that V card and things get wild. <laughs> she's like, film. she's like, I'm ready. Just get. Mm-hmm. I'm naked on. The, they're like, no, no, no. We don't do the naked part. She's like, oh, well, I'm gonna be naked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing. It. I need to be naked. I need this. <laughs> Mia's like, okay, okay. fine, Jesus. <laughs> he starts, he breaks the glass. The girl knows what she wants. Threatens her with a broken bottle. <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> I think she took some steroids. <laughs> She's very buff and hairy. I don't know what's she, going on with her. Wait a minute. Why is she have the mustache? Bring in the stunt double. Talk about coyote ugly. Her hair is very thin. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Coyote. Welcome to the Ugly. <laughs> that needs to be a line. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage shows up. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Oh, man. I don't know what else. How does this movie wrap I have to up? believe that she like becomes she, an actual yeah, she becomes singer-songwriter. There's a guy in the audience. I heard your demo tape. We're going to give you a record <laughs> right, contract. Yeah. It always happens that way. I got it's this so in easy. the mail. Mm. I'm I telling you, this movie wrote itself. The boyfriend sends it to somebody. He's like, I'm too nervous Ooh, to send it. To Johnny Two Tones up in Platinum Records. And yeah. He's like, oh, you know, you don't know unless you try. And then he like steals the. Get, she yeah. Sends, sends it to and it's like she gets that call. He's like, mm-hmm. hey, girl, I heard your tape. Uh, come, <laughs> I like it a lot, babe. Come audition yeah. for me. <laughs> Every Hollywood producer of all time. Yeah. Come on. And you're like, oh, girl, don't go. You know what's gonna happen. <laughs> oh. Mm. Well, like oh, they no. said Johnny Two Tones because it's Tommy Two Tones. <laughs> I thought it was like the eight six seven five three zero nine song. Perfect. <laughs> I was like, so he's going to be producing it then. <laughs> what? Anything else we got from this? I film? don't know. I'm excited to watch this. I can't wait. There's this probably other one. couple ladies working at the bar we don't know. There's got to be. There's, there's got to be, be a. There's got to be like the Spice Girl mix of like a redhead, a blonde. And Tyra Banks. You know, well, an ethnic be, girl, yeah. <laughs> there's going to be four or five actors that were like, oh, they're in this movie? Yeah, I'm sure the oh, boyfriend's someone what? like... Tony mm. Shalhoub? <laughs> he's been showing up in our movies he lately. Has been. <laughs> I would love to see him in this. He's in the bar just like, yeah. yes, please turn it off. <laughs> I would like to see it. My name is Monk. <laughs> we it's a jungle some out Tony there. Shalhoub movies. Yeah, there's a there's like there's four. a few. There's, there's like, a few. There's like three. Mm-hmm. Along came no uh, Men in Black. What's, what's the what's oh, the we did parrot, Black too, where's yeah. the parrot one? What is the parrot one? Oh, Polly. Polly. Oh. I, I was gonna say Along came Polly, but it's I just, just know that cover. I've never seen that film. Yeah, I've never oh, seen it. Man, just, I saw that in the theater. I saw it in the poster. I was like, there's a bird. It's a big bird on the poster. I saw that with my grandparents. Why do I care about this big bird? I can't even remember what happened. What's this bird about? Yeah, who <laughs> Why knows? Why is this the star of this movie? You know what? I have no idea what this happened. This is what we saw about Polly. Yeah. Like a Beverly Hills Chihuahua. I know what's going on with those Beverly Hills <laughs> Chihuahuas. Yeah, like it's a Chihuahua it. in yeah. Beverly Hills. I but get this it. this bird named Polly. I don't understand it. This <laughs> is just it. a bird in New Jersey. I don't get it. A Polly. He was there during like the Watergate and like his. <laughs> we can say the tapes back. The missing minutes from the tapes. <laughs> the we needed him for that, for that three seconds. Your second. Honor, I'd like to call as our minute. next witness, Polly the Parrot. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a crook. <laughs> well, we see what we got wrong. What we got right in part two. Okay, I'll do it. I bet I can guess where you're from. I'm about to get out my pepper spray. Well, I reckon you're from a big city. And there's no sign from here of a belly button ring or a tongue piercing. I gotta go with Chicago. Okay. I've never had anyone stare at my ass for half an hour, so I'm gonna say goodnight, and I'm hoping you're gonna say it back. Okay, I can take a hint. I really do know a lot of people in the music business. You just don't give up, do you? 
Well, it was a sweet and innocent thing. It did me in. Good night, Kevin. Just for the record, I was only staring at your ass for the first 15 minutes. Welcome back to the Unbelievable <laughs> Podcast. We watch Coyote Ugly. <laughs> Do we talk about... I forgot, yes. Okay, first of all, this is like, what, two weeks since, three weeks since we recorded it's part been. one? It's been, a, but it's been a minute. You just reminded me of the fact that they they got their money's worth out of that <laughs> song. They played it like four times. They played it four, possibly five, Plus, if you oh count it. Yes. Because it fades out and fades back into the same song. So if you want, I don't know if you want to count that as one or two. They used it as a gag, too. There was... Well, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's calling. <laughs> Jerry Bruckheimer's ears mm-hmm. are burning. Yeah. Speaking of, yeah, we, it's, uh, we just well, did... Wait, 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 so they even used it as a joke, too, when they were like, uh, someone said some line, and then they just threw out like, unbelievable. Ow! <laughs> but yes, Jerry Bruckheimer. Yeah. He's, he's Come, on this. We just did Beverly Hills Cop. Now we're coming into he's, he's covering all, all of his ground. He's trying to make as many movies as he can, make as much money as possible, and it worked. He is like a gajillionaire now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean's right around the corner. That's gonna cement him. Oh boy, oh boy, into making all of the money. But he already had like The Rock and The Ring, Dwayne Johnson. No, the movie <laughs> The Rock. Yeah, but the Pirates movie made all the money. That's true. That's true. But he, he's already making it. Yeah, he was, and, he was and, doing fine. And if we admit, you know, if we're honest. He was doing fine, and then he was doing extra fine. Yeah, he was doing extra fine. <laughs> and if we're honest, The Rock is not a Bruckheimer movie. It's a Bay movie. But like, his, I mean, it's a produced. Oh, anyway, it's produced by, but and Michael Bay is an in, tour director like that, it's Jerry no longer a Bruckheimer movie. Is, <laughs> it's on there first, I Michael think. Bay is in Coyote Ugly. What? He plays one of the photographers. What? Really? Who oh. takes the photo of her at the bar that John Goodman sees. Oh, man. Oh, okay. I didn't notice. I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mm-hmm. catch that at all. M- Michael Bay like. taking photos of a scantily clad young woman. Classic. How <laughs> typecast? <laughs> <laughs> Get that man a movie contract. Oh boy. Can, uh, can we first acknowledge? Acknowledge whatever you want. Rest in peace for the worst Jersey accent I've ever heard in my life. For, for whom? <laughs> for the best friend. Oh. oh. I like that actress, though. I love that actress. Yeah. I love her. She's in Ever After, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite okay. movies. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I would say that was a horrible Jersey accent. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think you're wrong. I don't care. Oh, are you honest. kidding me? You guys didn't even okay. I didn't even think about wow. it, but you know, yeah. you're you're right. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> I, I don't care anymore. Uh, Brad doesn't even remember. No, I remember. I just don't like have that finicky thing about accents in life anymore. It's like, hey, you, you <laughs> Brad's over something. there with us watching Dick He's Van Dyke. Got pandemic I, fatigue I bet someone here. can sound like that. It's like Dick someone Van out there can sound like that. Fine <laughs> <and> Mary Poppins. <laughs> Jim, Jimmy, Jim, Jimmy, Jim, 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 That's what they sound like. I swipe like, as lucky as lucky can do. That's pretty that good. Sounds good. That's a really good. That's a good. Really good. Dick Van Dyke. Bad. Uh, oh my the Dick Van Dyke is oh a good boy. accent. What? <laughs> Before we get into going, you got more yeah. to say? You want a little bit more? No, I just want to say that was the worst Jersey accent. Oh, ever. okay. That was the. That was. That it. was it. Okay. Uh, we going to part three. 
Is that all the time I got? No, yeah. no, no. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go through the film and what we got right when we got yeah, wrong. Yeah, let's do it. All right. It isn't overtly that she is Christian, but she does have like a cross on her thing. Yeah. There's yeah. moments where they like the joke about losing their virginity, so she's not like this like pure person. Okay. Uh, her and the friend do. They joke about how like their first times were bad or whatever. <laughs> oh, okay. Just to like get that like we've been around the block. They just get rid of that all like all the way. But she does have a cross on, so there is that. Hmm. And then they play it up even more because like every person at the Coyote Ugly has a character that their that their thing is. So there's like a badass girl and like a Russian girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to find your and niche. She's the you know? kindergarten teacher. What? Wait. So you're saying she's like. A religious character? I thought no. We, I thought she was in the part one. Oh. So this is the part in the podcast where we see what we got right and what we got wrong. Oh, do, uh-huh. we, do so, we actually have to? Do so that? I, I, you I said in part wait, I, part one that she was religious. While. It's been a while. Okay, okay. I don't think you said I said in part one yeah. this. It's been a while. But, okay. Yeah. She yeah. She had a cross. We were also trying I'll to give you that in part yeah. one. We were also trying to figure out who the the boyfriend is. Yeah, he's a nobody. It's not Nobody Aaron Eckhart, and it's not... No. Who's the other guy? I think I wrote him down during part one for once. Uh, he's Australian. Scott Speedman. He's not, no. It is Adam Scott Garcia. Sp- Random Australian boy. Yeah. With an Australian accent. Yep. Yep. And she falls with in the love mysterious with him. past. Only done like, Pretty hard. He hasn't done a lot of films. No. No. No, he did not look familiar. Mm-mm. Did not know that guy. No. <laughs> He liked looking at her butt, though. That was a moment in the film where she, he's like being followed her home. She's like, you've been looking at my butt for the last 30 minutes. Yeah. And he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, what? What's that? He's like, you're not wrong? <laughs> yeah, but uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> but was I? <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of interested in you. He's like asking mm-hmm. himself. He's like, wait, was I? Wait. <laughs> Some New York in this film. You get to see the go- the, the, the bridge, City. the Golden Gate Bridge. Is that New York? Yes, was famous New York Golden Gate. <laughs> How many bridges are there going in and out of New York? Several. This is a definitely just the three, one? four, no, there's, five. There's quite a few. There's probably there's, like four. There's this one from Annie Hall that's used in this movie like three or four times. You also get to see the Twin Towers. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So, Poor taste movie. Why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> movie came come out, on. Movie came out in 2000. Maybe come out a year later. <laughs> come on. They should go back and digitally erase those, you Ooh. know? Well, didn't Spider-Man? Spider-Man had to do that. For the trailer. It came out. They just oh. stopped playing the trailer where that happened. Oh, because it was a trailer moment? Mm-hmm. What you- There's a scene where he like catches a helicopter in between the Twin Towers. And they just I got see. rid of it. Mm. I see. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. <laughs> I just have notes. It's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, we got. I feel like the yeah. major beats we got right. Like mm-hmm. she, I mean, meets the girls in yeah. the, in the diner. In the beats we didn't get right, we could have guessed. Like she moves into a place and immediately gets robbed. Yeah, that's yep. like the classic like New York fish out of water thing that happens. Like, was she moving into a place that was already trash? Yeah. I mean, that I, think, about? I think that's just typical. I mean, yeah, is that, just, that really? The idea is like yeah. it's just you move, you like you can afford like the only the shitty apartment. Mm-hmm. You so. move into the Joe's apartment. Yeah. That's all you. That get was Joe's apartment when you, when you go to New York. <laughs> 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 it's a few years later. Yeah. yeah, but she gets robbed anyway. Whatever. Yeah, make it even shittier. Mm-hmm. I was so confused by that whole bit because she moves to New York. Yep. pursue her plans yep. yes her to be a songwriter f- was it her friend that gave her a wad of cash that she didn't really want to take yeah and, she, okay. and the wad of cash got stolen the wad of cash got stolen what was her backup plan 
backup what, you, what kind what? of place is this Andy? who yeah. is backup what are, you talk, what, are you, what are you talking about she said she didn't want the cash from her friend but then the cash got stolen and she suddenly had no cash all of her stuff got stolen yeah. i mean i feel like her plan was always is just, to just like a cash be struggling but she, I... even she felt extra bad because mm-hmm. of, like all the cash her friend gave her was gone too it's not really built up like what her like real plan is like how many months rent does she have does she know anybody there is she going in like she just like moved there with like she, no yeah, job I mean, she does the classic was, gets off like again it was like the gets off the bus in la with stars in her eyes but it's like gets off the the, the what, yeah the train Hour from and a half. new jersey <laughs> It doesn't feel like she needs to live there to be doing what she's no. doing, which is just soliciting her tape to record executives. I'll say no, but at the same time, it is like such a classic thing. Be like, you have to actually be there. Like, I think they even meant she even says that in this movie. Like, she like her dad's like, why why do you need to move there? And yeah, she's like you have to actually be there to be in it or something like oh, that. Boy. It's like, Mm-mm. oh boy, no. come on, girl. Not true. And her thing is. That to overcome, she has stage fright. Yes, that's her one Which big. She got from her mom because Achilles it's something heel. you inherit. <laughs> <laughs> it's sexually transmitted, Andy. It's sexually transmitted. <laughs> My mom has the stage fright gene. Oh, no. Okay, I'm a carrier. You're, you get inherited. It's on your mother's side. Like all baldness. you need to do is just take an antifungal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Clear it up in like two or three days. Yeah, she doesn't want to be the the front person of the thing, but no one else will listen to her tape. Australian boy gets her like a set to do. She turns that down, like we called in part one. Yeah, yeah. We call that like she goes. And and you even called that speech because she goes to work. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about like when she got she she randomly shows up at like a open mic night. Yeah, gets thrown on. And then she just like can't do it Mm -hmm. because she thinks people are laughing at her. Mm -hmm. But then people were heckling her like really hard for no reason. Yeah, there was some. There was <laughs> I was like, "What is this? Like, Andy, a trash it's New York, bar? baby. <laughs> Sink or give swim. Her a chance." <laughs> and also, like, I get that stage fright is a thing that I don't have and won't understand. But who cares if it's like six people at a bar? It, yeah, sing a song and fail. Yeah. Just, just fail at what you're doing. It's fine. I mean, it, honestly, just <laughs> go do karaoke for a second. You'll you'll figure yeah, it out. Which is true. how she wins back her position at the bar. Yeah, yeah. It was just like doing, doing karaoke, karaoke and she becomes she says, like the karaoke singer of the bar. That's her niche. She's not even singing like original songs. She's not even singing over instrumental tracks. She's nope. literally singing over somebody already singing. And that's well, that gets into the ending, the bar. which is really confusing. <laughs> <laughs> and I got questions for that. <laughs> I can't wait to get there. Uh, but we have plenty to. There's talk so about much to hit on, Brad. <laughs> Please tell us about uh, what you, you... You want me to go into it right now? I, guess, I mean, might as if well. It, if it's not... You have something? If, it's, oh if my there's gosh. a better way to get so, to it. Um, there's, because... There, oh there's a Lord. scene... Cut, it was cut from the theatrical okay. version, from what I understand. But okay. what, the version we watch and you, you were going to watch if you ever watched <laughs> Coyote Ugly. For whatever reason, they set up a scene <laughs> where there's an all-star team of coyote uh, people from the uglies coyote uglies going to a like a baseball game it's maybe for charity it's just like a built-up like annual thing that they have versus another bar the bar is a bunch of like old sloppy drunk dudes with like beer guts mm-hmm. and you don't really see like anyone else on the team of the coyote uglies and you don't see no, anyone else as far on the as team i know there's the, like the other... only five people on the team yeah <laughs> they don't have enough people to make a full no. baseball team <laughs> and uh, why does it happen I don't know. Oh, my God. The scene doesn't further anybody's story. No. doesn't really do anything. Yeah. The blonde foreign girl that works for the Coyote Ugly team is going up to bat. 
mm-hmm. and she gets a signal from Maria Bello, the Kali Ali owner, to start stripping to in order to distract the other team yeah. for some reason. Oh my god. And it it's, was it's so clear why it was cut because you're right. It literally <laughs> does absolutely nothing for this movie. It was straight up. Wait, just so we saw this, right? right? Yes. Yeah. But this is actually cut from the real movie? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The scene was like We had like the unrated version or whatever. The scene added nothing. There are so many gratuitous shots of just boobs and butts and hair. And like all this is like this weird fat pitcher guy who's just like the scummiest looking dude. He's He's like He plays a cop in like a whole bunch of other stuff. It's really funny. And he gets a boner, which means he can't throw a a baseball. (laughs) (laughs) I got a boner. Yeah, I was like, what is the problem? If if she strips, <laughs> baseball is not a timed game. First of all, <laughs> so that yeah. like doesn't work. I, I also, I, so if she strips. You're just waiting, I guess, and yeah. then she's now she's naked, and then you still get a chance to throw the ball, I guess. They had uh-huh. to do the classic Michael Bay shots where they pan around the pitcher dude while he's just like sweating profusely or like licking his lips, like oh, oh my the god. The only way the scene would have worked, Ugh. and this still doesn't add to or tie into the actual story, is if like she used it as a diversion in the middle of a hit and someone else yep. is running to home. Right, home. yeah. And That's like, they, miss the, they miss a catch or something because they're looking at her. I that don't know how sense. you tie it into the story. Or if there were stakes to the baseball game. Hey, they doubled the bet. <laughs> That's tripled the bet. You <laughs> don't know what the bet is. <laughs> the bar is on the line. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in the middle. No, apparently the bet was $200 because they win $600. <laughs> like, okay. What the... Okay, the only, the only thing from that scene that I really enjoyed was when she takes off her baseball shorts to reveal a slightly tighter pair of the exact same shorts <laughs> and that was hilarious. I absolutely love that. And right before the big moment of seeing her like hit a home run off this guy's boner ball, <laughs> they cut away. Yeah. You don't have to see the home run. It, it's just, just like they win. Yep. It's like she's about to swing, they cut everyone's hooray. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like what? We didn't get to see you win the game. Oh my god! <laughs> it was just a short scene. Why is of just, this scene in a it was a short scene of just one hit in a baseball game. There are several exploitation uh, scenes. I'm going to go out and say that. Oh well, yeah. Where just like Piper Parabo is just changing for no reason. She's on the phone, and then yes, and then there's like okay, it's like a faraway shot, and she's talking to like the Australian guy on the phone. It's like okay, I get it. She's changing. She's doing her own thing, and then they push in for like a gratuitous crotch shot. Yes, and I'm like, so, you just took okay. away all the tease. But also. The shot that you're talking about, like, early on with her just, like, undressing and you'd see her, like, changing her pants. She's, like, s- undressing. It's supposed to be sexy, but she's also talking to her dad at the same time. Oh, it's her really dad she's talking to. Uh, you're not I'm wrong. I'm like, don't make a sexy scene with your dad. That's, like, very... <laughs> yep. That's... You got daddy issues now. Yeah. Oh, I think there's daddy issues all over this place. Yeah. I think so. Well, yeah. I mean, the the, the mom died, so... So, oh, I, I should say, so in part one, we thought he had a heart attack, but he gets hit like he a, by a, a car bus? crash. Oh, yeah, like a car crash. That's right. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, I was like, what? That was unexpected. It's, like- it's also unexpected because the whole movie is predicated on like her being around to help her dad eat better. Yes. So he in my brain, issues. I just made that connection you know, naturally. You made the correct logical <laughs> correct connection there. And then he's just like, you oh, know, it was like, a car accident. It should have been car like a diabetic yeah. related what? thing or something. <laughs> yeah, or like heart condition. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, he just gets in a car accident okay <laughs> I just looked at my notes and I wrote what happened at the end of the baseball game <laughs> <laughs> like where was 
that supposed to go? No, yep. idea. no idea. No idea. Oh no. The bar is literally on fire the first night she goes in there. They 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 commit arson where they just throw alcohol all over the bar, light a match, and start dancing in the flames. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. And like, everyone in the bar is like bi- cheering, like, hey! And you're like, there's fire everywhere. What are you doing? <laughs> is this safe? There's so much fire. It's like, go up there. Have you ever been like close to like a campfire or like a bonfire? It's so hot. Oh I went God. to a Rammstein concert and I was just <laughs> 15 hot. feet away from the stage and I had to look away every oh, time yeah. a flame shot up because it was so hot. And these people know, are feet away. cheering it on and making it all happen. About it. The shots are always like below waist, above waist, below waist, above waist. There's never the people on the bar actually ever doing the dance. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Get those stunt doubles in there. Get those dance doubles. I think it was like yeah. show more legs, I guess, or show, I don't know, show more. Nah, they just had professional people come in and do yeah, the dancing. Yeah, I'm, I'm confident it's just because, yeah. yeah, they didn't have the actual actors doing dancing. They just had them up there. Oh, well, there, I guess I mean like the, the shot. full shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Then you swap in the dance double for the feet. You want to talk about Tyra Banks and how her prominence in the movie poster very much well, <laughs> overstates how much she is in the film. <laughs> I didn't initially want to talk about that, but that's a great point. She's like not really in the movie. Mm-hmm. Her, like her, she's introduced no. as leaving. That's like yeah. her introduction is. It's I'm like leaving the bar. Bye. Yeah, and like it's like they're replace like Piper Parabo might be replacing her. I yeah. guess is what they're doing. Sort of. But then she comes back a little bit later because she had time off from her supermodel career. It seems like there's a lot of turnover at this scenes. bar yeah. anyway. Like there's all well, the people coming in Let's talk about that. <laughs> Please, first of all, it. is drinking on the job generally a good idea? They're no. encouraged to drink yeah. on the job. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about the fact that there's a scene where they all pour gallons and gallons of water on themselves? And then have to work a shift just soaked? Right? So, yeah, that would like, be miserable. Be, shade, your underwear is wet, God, your socks are be, wet. I hate that feel. Like, I'm not over I would hate to work completely soaked for yes. the rest of my shift. If someone orders a water, they bring out the fire hose, which is just them using the bar spritzer thing, whatever, yeah. just yep. shooting water everywhere. The bar gun, yeah. Yeah. Like... <sighs> I don't. It's miserable. I, do I don't like, think it would be enjoyable to work at this bar. I for appreciate very long. that they at least give you the canon explanation of like how to not just get wasted on your shift. Because the whole point mm-hmm. is like, oh, if customer buys you a shot, you say yes because then you're selling more double, booze. Double the booze. Yeah, you're yeah. selling double the booze. But you know, obviously, you just can't be like smashed. Yeah. So right. you just spit that. You chase it with the beer, but you right. spit the liquor the back beer, in the beer yeah. bottle. Handy trick. Right, right. I learned something from this movie. That's under, I, I mentioned this in part one. <laughs> I already learned this lesson. Yeah, no, that that's that's a smart way of for doing all the it. time I worked in bars. Mm-hmm. Wait, <laughs> but would John from Bar Rescue shut this Ooh, down? He would. Or would he be okay with this? It's doing good money. It is. It's pulling. It, yeah, it's pulling in money. There are it, too many people in there, and the fire. That's why the fire department comes to try to. He'd probably break, be like really mad about up, how much booze they're spilling all over the counter. Seems all the like time. a lot of booze. That's are a wasting. lot of wasted booze. It's a lot. Absolutely, he'd be upset about that. Yeah, I think uh, just overall, I don't know if this bar would really survive. And like the wasted they serve alcohol. Food? It's a real place. There's like seven of these. Oh, things. there's a bunch oh, of them now. Yeah. God, I tell yeah. you, the one in Nashville is huge. It's enormous. Was this like a thing before the movie? Or That's what I I, I actually meant to look that up and try to see. Yeah, I think there was an article in like 1993 about the Coyote Ugly, and that's what like prompted this movie to get 
oh, made. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it was the thinnest premise of Bruckheimer was like, we need a sexy teen movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't. This because I this think movie, it's probably loosely tied to something because this barely even. This has movie a plot, feels like it honest. was assembled out of parts, like leftover movie parts on a shelf. That's I would what agree. This movie I feels can explain like. it to that's, you. That's how I felt. Yeah, there are eight writers to this film. Oh one, one of them being God. Kevin Smith. <laughs> uh, I believe that. <laughs> the original writer has the credit. Kevin Smith says the script they ended with and what they started with, two different films. I believe that, yeah. Like, the, what she wrote isn't what you saw. Like, but she still gets full credit for the film. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it, was, it was very generic. Because in my, my mind, the Coyote Ugly movie is supposed to be, like, maybe, like, female empowerment. Like, go out and get it, girls. Yeah. yeah. But then there's just, like, so much male gaze all over the film. It is. So, it, I think it's a clash between, like, where we are now in this generation, where it's, like, women don't want to be gawked at, obviously, and they don't want to be looked at like that. And But then... Back then, it was kind of about being like more free and open about your body and like yeah. Being I mean, at the same time, body and so it's. I we feel like see, it might be kind of a clash between those. two. We do see a very strong push to view sex work as as something that can be empowering for women, though, mm-hmm. because it is them kind of taking control back of their mm-hmm. sexuality again, which is really good. I think, I think this movie would have benefited greatly from a female director. I think is what because I think Brad's exactly right. Yeah, this yeah, movie could have been really good like that, but it does just fall into just way too much male gaze for it to be taken seriously at its premise. Like I'm not yeah. gonna believe that this movie's trying to because they the characters almost basically like directly state that a couple of times when they're trying to convince her why that she should be there or do this stuff and like when she talks to her dad. And then you're like the movie just subverts its own message by just being like, "Oh, check out the ladies, bro!" <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it's, it definitely it feels has like the, uh, feet in both. It doors. means the movie feels like a dude trying to convince a woman to do these things for him, but like for sleazy reasons. That's what this movie ends up feeling like, and I, it's just uncomfortable. <laughs> And then the owner of the restaurant comes out like, yelling at him for being a bad chef and like, like prepares. <laughs> oh, of, you're the yeah, chef. Yeah, because he kind of plays along at first, too. He's yeah. Like, oh, cool. Yes, I am Mr. Record Executive. Yeah, yeah. He he plays along and, and then the guy comes out and, and says like, mm-hmm. like, get your apron and all that. And uh, she I think she says something like she, she makes she feels like she was like made a fool. Yeah. So yeah, he starts chasing after her. They have that thirty-minute walk home where she looks at, it, or he looks at her butt the whole time. Or at least she's claiming. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Don't believe they didn't him. really show us enough. There's to, like five to or tell. six parts where I'm like, "That's a Kevin Smith line." Yeah, Kevin Smith wrote that line <laughs> about the butt. He wrote that butt line. You're probably not wrong. <laughs> and he goes, she goes back later to get the tape from him because I guess it's her last tape. I don't know. She's because her apartment got robbed and they took it's, all her demos. It's all her Airhead. Stuff. All over, again. all over again. Yeah. <laughs> it's all over. And then he gives back to her. She says he listened to it and it's really good. And he, they try to, he keeps trying to push it, her to go for a date. Yep. And eventually she says yes down the road. Maybe he comes to the, the bar for later. not wanting to go on a date with him in the first She's place. She's just playing she hard to get. She had to focus I think. on her songwriting yeah. career, and Comic book one. Hey, Kevin there, Smith. And I'm like, Kevin Smith, you're so <laughs> like right. Kevin Smith. He's nerdy. <laughs> you wanted to make this guy super nerdy. He can't just now be a, I see it. a handsome, like, Australian <laughs> man. He also has to be a nerd. Thanks a lot. <laughs> He's an everyman. Mm-hmm. Which, later, he ends up giving to the club owner to get her a gig to play on the stage that she doesn't show up at and yep. later in the movie somehow she knew that happened and gives the comic book back to him even though there's no way she could have known to, that guy did that 
So, mm. I mean, <laughs> I, never, I didn't even realize that. It was a, a hole. Was a <laughs> I'm still trying to understand it. I fell in that hole. Yeah. So yeah, he trades away that comic. Yeah. To the yeah to the. There's not owner. even an offhanded line like I know what you did. It's just like she just gives it to him. Yeah. Like oh okay. She just found out. Off How did she find out? She found off screen somehow. Yeah. I don't know. Well, also, they got the coordinates of the Death Star. <laughs> when, when they're on the rocks, there's a moment where like she, the Australian guy is showing a girl like the apartment that he's at to like rent it to her or sell yeah, it to her or something. Like moving. And like she's just in the background, like watching the scene for some reason, so she know that happens and she makes that assumption. But like we as an audience don't have that set up as all. At well, all she was and, going to like say sorry or something to yeah. him. And yeah, that's when he sees she sees him showing the apartment and thinks that he's got a date over. But it's really just him being like, uh, right, "Hey, you right. want to rent my apartment?" Because he's just gonna, right. He's like, a lot of misunderstandings. Like, yeah. She was working. the only thing that, that works in, in like city. a romantic comedy. I guess yeah. it's just a misunderstanding. It's just, so it, it doesn't just mean that there's like up. a major it, well, problem. It, it just felt unnecessary. Just like just, I, we we they're already upset. You don't need to make them upset again. Like mm-hmm. it's not like they were on the verge of reconciling. Like, she just kind of on a whim. They also never to go. confront that problem. No, so they don't. I don't it's know just the comic book back, and then he's like, "Nah, we're good." Maybe she just like thought she she missed her opportunity. Maybe. I think she's mad at him because she's going yeah. out with that hot blonde. I think she's some hot, you know, cougar. Get, yeah, gets his gets his all in her. Yeah. That guy got blown. Oh yeah, that dude. That guy got blown. He even like night. He even like jokes. I use jokes and quotations, but I think he did get blown he by that blown. girl. <laughs> he got blown. There's, I wrote it in my notes. Yeah. That guy got blown. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be digging the nails in my back for a week or something. He says. Yeah. But like, but she's happy about it that he's just like this big sleaze. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was fun for her to on. do it. Yeah. I don't know. She don't. I don't think she cares mm-hmm. what had happened. The woman who purchased me is named Sandy Rosenfeld, a divorcee with three grown kids, a passion for long walks and short-haired hunting dogs and Italian opera. Her ex-husband is a CPA. Her favorite artist is Van Gogh, and her New Year's resolution is to lose 15 pounds and to see Barbara in concert. Okay, I owe you. <laughs> what do you want? Well, it's uh, 3.30 in the morning. I want what every man wants. Breakfast. And the very vivid scene that Andy Huber got in part one where they bing bong in front oh, of... Oh, the Sandys? Uh... Okay, Bill Bill Clinton and uh, that guy Madonna, must Madonna, have spent six hundred dollars in standees yeah. just to get laid. There's so many of them. He spent six hundred dollars in standees to get laid. <laughs> Look, you like I mean, it worked. Hey, it did. I was New like, York. I was like, I need to buy more standees. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I thought I think in part one I was like I thought he took her to like a record store or something <laughs> or like a movie store somewhere where they would have a lot of standees. But you're right. No, like no, it's just, just this place that has a lot of standees. Mm-hmm. Like why do you, why do you bro? Like I like how the idea is like oh I definitely got these for you. I definitely don't just hang out with my standees at home without exactly. like by myself. I gotta say my supervisor has a standee in her office yeah. of who of Michael Hutchins. Sheen. Michael Hutchins, the NXS lead singer. Oh, okay, oh, okay. She's got yeah. a thing for him. Interesting. Sure. But anyway, the standee is really funny every time I come in. <laughs> she even put a mask on him. So he's wearing. A, he's wearing a. That's pretty good. Gotta mask. Stay, yeah, yeah. I don't COVID think he's compliant. actually the right size though, because I'm almost as tall as him, and his body shape just Could doesn't just, look quite know, right. Oh. Prince was like four feet tall. I know. I was like, his this standy guy's wouldn't waist even. Must wouldn't have been be able to see his standy. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that leads into another thing. A f- tangent. A friend went to the Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame and saw Elvis Presley's leather jacket from early on, and 
they were like, I think this is like a woman's medium or something. <laughs> it was. They said it was tiny. Super tiny. It was really small. Interesting. Are you saying that fat Elvis was actually skinnier than I think he is? <laughs> I was saying skinny Elvis was skinnier than you think he is. The body double. She gets a body double that yeah, shows does. boobs several times. I know. And I'm yeah. like, what rating? What ra- was this movie rated? PG-13? Okay. All right. It was PG-13? Yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, it was before hmm. that they maybe switched it. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, well, and I it, think, it was pre-Janet Jackson boob, I, I think. I believe the, the, oh, was. the nudity was, was actually not in the theatrical release. So that was in our unrated that was version. That is, oh, yeah, thanks, Andy. We had to ruin it, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> or way to help us. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. I, get, I, don't know. I, I wasn't just wanted to help explain. Sure. Yeah. Because it's just straight up, it's a body double, like, yeah. through and through. It's like, this is not Piper Parabo. I kind of want to talk about the third act rise a little bit. Sure. Yeah. When the Be- dad... When she buys the, the MacBook. She buys an iMac. Like oh. A, like a MacBook Pro yeah, or whatever. Okay. PowerBook. And she, and she's also, like, getting into, oh, like, oh, playing music. She's writing, is, like, the main song. She's, yep. She's upstairs. She's up in the roof, like, writing the song. She looks across the building, and there's African-American gentleman dancing yeah. his heart out, and she starts to, like, play, like, rappy beat music. And I'm like, cultural appropriation? Kind of <laughs> Are you just, like, stealing <laughs> culture? This is, is this, like, a commentary on, like, music throughout the ages Ooh. where just, like, white people keep stealing? Uh, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> yeah. it kind of happened. I like the idea. <laughs> I thought I, I kind of liked the scene a little bit. I like the dancing. It was a lot like um, Rear Window. I felt it, it was kind of Rear Window. That way. Yeah. I, you, you think it's cultural appropriation <laughs> that she like, was rapping? I think it's like white people stealing the she's blues like, back in like, like the 40s and 30s. The raps. Yeah. <laughs> I had some like flashbacks. A rip. Rap is that a rippy rippy rip rip rap and rap? What's rap, the adapt, what's the Julia Stiles film where she's oh, like oh, uh, oh yeah where she's like no, crunk, crunking uh, in the ballet you're, universe? You think uh, st- step up step up? No, is it stand stand up stomp the yard stomp the yard? <laughs> uh, there's a Julia Stiles movie where she's like hip hop. She's like a professional Save ballerina. Save the last dance. I think it, is that what it is. I think it might be it. It might be actually. That might be it. It is yeah. Save the Last Dance. Yeah, where she like, right. a, she, she, right. where she like she a culturally whole, appropriate. Like, yeah, she does like her own hip hop dance with the chair. And yeah, <laughs> it's funny we're watching that dance now because you're just like, that's not forgot good that. <laughs> for a dance. Yeah, like, so, like in the 2000s, like you get away with it, but like, oh, now oh, it oh, hasn't oh. aged well. Two worlds collided <laughs> and they will never. <laughs> but that's how she steals, she steals her song yeah. from that hip hop dance guy. But. Who wrote this song? Leanne Rhymes. Because Leanne Rhymes is in this movie. Yeah. She does all the singing for Piper She, she shows okay. up a what few are, times. What's the song again? Can't Fight the Moonlight. Is that the one? Or did yeah, she sing yeah, another yeah, one yeah. too? Well, so, so here's the thing. I never knew that that's what she was saying in mm. that line. I, I said it in part one a couple times. I snuck oh, it in man. there. Never knew that was the actual words. How does the song go? Can't fight the moonlight. You know and you know. Can't fight the moonlight. Don't you know? Yeah, okay. Kind of has a soundtrack. So that song, she wrote that song and then gave it to record producers, but then Leanne Rimes is in the movie and she wrote the song. So who wrote the song? song? I thought she was just performing because the whole point was that she wanted to be a songwriter. she's putting together that song. We're getting a little bit meta here with Amy Okay, she put together that (laughs) song. Andy, that's called producing (laughs) the song versus writing the song. And she gave that to a record producer. Are you mad that Leanne Rimes didn't get credit in the film for writing the song? I'm mad that Leanne Rimes showed up in the movie if she also wrote the song. And then 
the lead, and then the, the lead character's like, ladies and gentlemen, Leanne Rhymes. So not and I was like, she knew all along Leanne Rhymes existed <laughs> and wrote the song. So not only does she culturally appropriate it, she plagiarizes it from Leanne Rhymes. Yes. <laughs> but then she gave it back to Leanne Rhymes. It's all right. She did. It's yeah, safe, which is, we're okay. Sold it back to Leanne Rhymes. <laughs> and Leanne Rhymes shows up at the bar at the end, she and does. everyone dances. This is a whole vehicle Even though she was for like Leanne Rhymes at the time or something. Mm-hmm. I was this like, they thing. would never have let her in that bar. She writes that song in Garage Band or whatever. Gets that yeah, iMac, she's ready to go. <laughs> she did. Yeah. 2000s baby was that when those like those like colorful iMacs were coming out yeah oh yeah she get that's the one she gets yep I yeah did. i just am so confused by that like why they would include leanne rhymes in this they had to show her like, maybe they could have just songwriter. had the main character mm. write a different song no. i don't know it was confusing it was interesting <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, that's i think the the tag for the entire movie <laughs> it was confusing it was interesting <laughs> There were some I interesting know. moments that didn't make sense that were confusing. I did have to laugh at the scene when when John Goodman comes in and sees her in the bar because like he just happens to walk in like while she's doing like a whole wet t shirt bit and I was just like, yep. The, well, that was choice. the soaking. Uh, yeah, exactly. The soaking. The soaking. <laughs> the soaking. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that I was like, oh my god, this is this would be so how uncomfortable. I was like putting myself that? in their position. Like, yeah. how would you feel to have to work there and just dunk? dump i mean water all over yourself just constantly yeah and and they were having like other scenes happening in the foreground and so like they were technically extras so they were just constantly continuing to dump more water on themselves yeah and i was like when does this end i was laughing because i'm like oh no it's you know the whole point is that wow her dad caught her doing this crazy thing but i was also like I don't know. I think I'd also feel very really weird if I saw a family member while I was at work. I was like, why, yeah. are, you, why are you here? Don't watch me work. <laughs> this is my place. <laughs> yeah, especially that. Also, yeah. Maria Bello has her roles. Can't bring her boyfriend in here. John Goodman's not her boyfriend, I'm Brad. just saying. She's got roles. <laughs> Mixing business. And no dads wasn't on that rule. Yeah, okay? It's true. <laughs> I mean... You gotta amend those rules. The dad ends up dating like a hottie at the end, though. <laughs> John Goodman gets like the Johnny. number one nurse. <laughs> he does, yeah. And then he dances on the on the table. Oh yeah, with with his diabetes, mm-hmm. with his car accident. Yeah, yep. The, yeah, wet, John the wedding Goodman scene wasn't quite looking the way I remembered. He's him. got like he's got like he some really like kind of dramatic scenes. He's he didn't like, cut his hair yeah. at all. His performance <laughs> was really movie. good. Uh-uh. He was good. I like. He's his always consistently good. Yeah, you get where he's coming from. Get, yeah. you, get his you feel like he really mysterious. cares. Like he's if he feels like one of the only people in this movie that truly cares, like more than just like a surface level. I should act like I care. Yeah. So, but then he just turns into full comic relief at the end. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. <laughs> I liked his Hawaiian shirt at the end. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> he was having fun. Oh man, this movie. Is... I, I wish he had more of a character though. He's really right. only in yeah, like, I three scenes more of because him. it was like I'm moving from you, Dad. I won't see you for a while. You show up at my work randomly. You come back later. <laughs> you with the see girl. him at the toll booth. At the toll you, booth, you see his work right, a little bit. Right. You see him I at the wedding. Right. I did like the bit when he just yeah, like yeah, takes off from the toll booth. Yeah, he's just like my daughter's got a gig. I guess I'm just saying I wish I I had more of John. You want more Goodman? Yeah, I want more gotta Goodman have more Goodman. Movie. This movie's a great time capsule of of the year it was made. This is one of those oh my god bucket hats just bucket hats were taken off. Or maybe dying, I don't know. Yeah, but but unbelievable came out in like ninety two, and they just use it for this movie like five yeah. times for I don't, bringing it back. But I'm thinking of like that new radical song. You gotta get what you give. That guy's <laughs> wearing a bucket hat the entire thing, and that came out two thousand. <laughs> Isn't there a song that a, the, a real band sings that's a popular song at some point in the film? Like they're on stage. 
simple simple plan or something oh man oh shoot you know what i'm talking about do they go to a concert yeah, they go, well there's a concert in like the background yeah, they have like, like yeah the, the band like before in the she's movie, about to perform a, or whatever yeah oh yeah they were playing like some kind of like goo goo doll song or something like that or it was it was one of those 90s type bands oh i forgot about that. Uh, the cameo in the in the bar was uh johnny knoxville i remember oh seeing yeah him. I, saw, I was like wait, wait a minute there's another guy yeah. too from jackass chris something chris, yeah, Wild, chris Wild. knoxville but it's actually going through this trivia is hilarious based on what we've said because like there's a bit kevin smith apparently revealed that the the bit about Gar- adam garcia's character being in the comic books was like one of the few things that he didn't mm. contribute to this oh movie. really yeah he's like nope that wasn't me <laughs> interesting so, but also, it explains what a coyote ugly is, which we were trying to figure out in part mm-hmm. one, I believe, which is apparently says that. when you have a one-night stand, and you wake up the next morning and realize that the person's super ugly, and you would be willing to gnaw off your own arm to get out of there. <laughs> so that's why it's called a coyote ugly. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, a lot of regret by the that. morning. <laughs> <laughs> it also it also that. mentions that the after the like some test screenings the, the audience's reaction was more John Goodman so they added like that's two, our reaction they added I two more you. scenes yeah so so that's what, the, what we saw was someone... the more John Goodman version of the movie they just yeah, cut really. other scenes out of the film to make it look like there's more John Goodman oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the percentage of John that's why Goodman the baseball scene didn't make any more sense no. <laughs> yeah. they had a whole baseball sequence that they had to get rid of because <laughs> someone wanted one damn John Goodman scene. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see like a producer's meeting happening Like reading the audience feedback Bill I don't know what they're thinking over there Down in Making this damn movie <laughs> What <laughs> studio exactly like, I don't understand <gasps> audiences anymore We give them the high young things They want more John Goodman <laughs> <laughs> Bruck, it's Bruckheimer oh, yelling in his boy. office like give him sex and they want John Goodman <laughs> they don't know what sex is <laughs> oh my god oh. she was batting in her underwear this movie's a trip it, it it reminded me of like watching it way back and being like check out the hot ladies bro <laughs> Which is kind of the point, I guess. But I'm, now I'm just like, I'm a uncomfortable, bro. <laughs> right. Yeah, I just turn my turn my brain off. Yeah. Actually, I didn't, though, because I was like thinking of all these things logistically. I was like, I don't it, think it I would want to work back. here. It took me back to high school watching it. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Yep. I remember it just yeah you bring back those those feels mm-hmm. nostalgia movie influencing me but like not giving me any help whatsoever and <laughs> like my yeah. dating life or literally anything Look, that was the, like, just that have was... a record contract Brad yeah I didn't learn how to make a, a album by watching make a Liam Rhyme song and you'll win I couldn't figure that, that was out so many of those early two thousands movies they're just like give. Uh, to give people the barest veneer of a movie, I need zero subtext. They can't handle it. <laughs> you can't None of that. No deep themes, no symbolism. Just give the people what they want, and it's naked teens. Yeah. American and, Pie. And, and me, as a teenager, I was like, you got me. You, you know what I want. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know? I'm not looking for that subtext. I want the naked ladies. <laughs> That is the subtext to me. <laughs> uh, Who got that? Is that guy back from the audience screening? I was at the screening. <laughs> that guy. It's the John Goodman guy. Get him out of oh. here. <laughs> we we didn't do thirty days, thirty nights, did we already? Cause no, because 
I, I'm going to make you guys. We haven't done a Josh Hartnett film. You mean film. 40 days? Of, yeah, 40 days. 40, 40, you're right. Because yeah. I'm 30, 30 days of night is also a Josh that, Hartnett movie. Right. Also, six to, days and seven nights at. is what you were thinking oh, of or about to say. <laughs> is that the one with uh, Harrison Ford? Yeah. Oh. Remember when he dated... Um, <laughs> I don't even remember what her name is, but the... The one, the one from Psycho, the remake. Yeah. Um... Married a close of Lockhart for like 20, 21 years. There's Alan McBeal. Well, we got Harrison Ford, the first uh, celebrity guest on the podcast. Uh, and he's fully mic'd up. Just, just, oh, he's, just so you're, he's very you're aware. He's, his mouth is on the Chewbacca. Mic. He's just sitting. He's not even in, he's 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 in the other room on the couch well, just mumbling away. So yeah, you need to lay down. We didn't even ask him a question. Uh, he's just going. This is just what he does. Yeah, I think no, he's like a wine. He's been doing this the whole time. We just only now turned up his uh, mic so you could hear what he was saying. Yeah. This is what he does like, every time know. we record. And Solo is like, I just hangs out in here. I'm a little worried about him. Let's, we I think he's just got like a running narrative because he talks about yeah. Star Wars so much that. Okay, he switched over to Air Force One for a second. I remember that one. That was, yeah. Threw him off plane. He did throw that guy off Man, He's going to keep doing this until we turn the lights off. So I think we need to. I barely love. Yeah. Cowboys and George, Aliens, George, that's coming up. George Lucas is like, we got this movie. It's a hidden gem. Not make that. Gonna, George Lucas did like, not make Cowboys and Aliens. And now we're going to be uh, fighting the Ark of the Covenant. You know, at least yeah. as long as he's here, you know he's what? not flying his plane. <laughs> <Is it> bedtime? <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're all safer for him. Because so higher, don't yeah. let the man fly. <laughs> but he, 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 you can go to bed. Yeah, he didn't tell us about it. He's taking a lot of bikes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on that episode and every episode that you do. The next movie we're doing has the tagline, 3% body fat, 1% brain activity. We remember Zoolander. He's suave. Debonair. So courageous. The epitome of cool. You rule. His name is Zoolander. Derek Zoolander. He's almost too good looking. International male supermodel. The style and the hair, you know, it's almost like the new afro for the white man. But behind those eyes is a highly trained man of action. You rock. No, you rock. And perhaps the world's only hope of stopping a sinister assassination plot. The fashion industry has been behind every major political assassination over the last 200 years. And behind every hit, a male model. So why male models? They do as they're told. That is not true. Yes, it is, Derek. Okay. Ben Stiller. Oh! 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 Owen Wilson. Will Ferrell. They're breakdance fighting. Taste my pain! Christine Taylor. When I was in seventh grade, I became bulimic. You can read minds. Zoolander. Must be eliminated. No! They must use all their skills. If I can create a basic disguise for us with this professional makeup kit, we may just be able to sneak in undetected. Surprise! You find the files. They're in the computer. They're in the computer? To outsmart the most dangerous organization on the planet. We got 30 years worth of files. 
right here in this computer that are gonna bring you down. Woo! Yeah! Oh no. Where'd all the files go? And still find time to help the children. I give you the Derek Zoolander Center for Kids Who Can't Read Good. What is this? A center for ants? How can children learn how to read if they can't even fit inside the building? Zoolander.